What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to episode four of Box Score Sports presented by On the Dunes. Today, we got some segments for you and some goodies, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We back, episode four, Box Score Sports. I am your host, Alex Phillips, as always, with my co host, Bradley Becky. Brad, we got some stuff to talk about today. We got the NFL. We got college football, but before all that, you got a story to share about your last couple nights. Well, actually, it was just last night. Um, everything happened in literally less than 24 hours. Um, they started off, you know, getting ready for the tailgate. I was visiting my friend up at Central Michigan. Um, you know, just having a friend, having fun with some friends, you know, a little bit of drink, you know, having some fun. <laughs> And uh, one of my friends comes over and goes, hey, Andre Drummond's, you know, over here in the parking lot in his little, you know, tricked up Mercedes, what are they called? Stretcher. Oh, yeah. Mercedes stretcher van. So I'm like, fuck it. What do we got to lose? Let's go see him. You know, let's go. Let's just go see, you know, what's right. going on. So we go over there and there's a crowd of probably 30, 40 people. And I'm with, you know, a few of my friends. And all of a sudden this other guy who was in the stretcher with him comes out and just starts dancing dancing to a song so you know everybody kind of backs up a little bit makes a little bit of a circle for him he starts dancing and then he stops and starts talking to the crowd like somebody come on come on come on and my friends are trying to like get me to go in and i'm like no man i don't want to do this so then you know melvin comes up rips my backpack off and goes pushes me in the circle so now it's too late i don't have a choice right so i start dancing and you know most of these people in this area are pretty drunk so they don't really care whether it's good or not you know every time i hit something they're like oh you know I'm saying yeah. so it got a little hype going and the dude who was originally dancing comes up to me it turns out his name is tails he's a he's an artist he's not too big but he's really really good friends with drummond yeah so he comes up to me and he was like yo that was dope dude like i didn't expect you to hit that like that i like that shit so then you know him and i talk for a little bit and then one of andre's bodyguards taps me on the shoulder and is like, you know come on over here real quick so then, you know, he daps me up and he was just like, that was sweet, bro. And then he backs up out the way and it's literally just me and Andre. And Andre sticks his hand out, shakes my hand. Damn. And he was like, that was pretty sweet, bro. I saw what you was doing out there. I like that. And I was, you know, cheesing like a motherfucker. So yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, thanks, man. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, like, what's up with you? What are you doing? I was like, oh, you know, came for the tailgate, heard you over here, had to come see if it was, you know, see what was going on. And he was just like, okay, okay, that's what's up. He was like, what you got playing later tonight? Yeah. And I was just like, um, not quite sure. I'm pretty sure I'm, you know, heading up to Wayside, which is the club up in Mount Pleasant. Right. Um, pretty sure I'm going to head up to Wayside for your show. And he goes, oh, okay, that's what's up. Well, it was nice meeting you, man. You know, like, what's your name? Told him Brad. He was like, my name's Andre. I was like, I know what your fucking name is. You don't <laughs> got to tell me. But, um, and then I got a picture with him and Tails both. Yeah. But then Tails pulls me aside afterwards and is like, yo, you were hype. You know how to get people going. I want you on stage with me tonight when I perform. That's he opened for Andre. So, yeah. you know, the day goes by and he's DMing me a bunch talking about memorize this song. I'm going to give you the mic on stage. I tried, but there was no chorus. So it was kind of hard to memorize the whole, all the verse and stuff like that. So you ain't got bars? Huh? You ain't got bars? Me? No, he got bars. I couldn't get the bars. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. No, so... You know, so I'm up there with him, and then I finally see him. He gets me on stage with him. Yeah. And then he opened for Dre. Yeah. So he starts performing his song, and he's like, yo, 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 DJ, cut that shit. Cut that shit. 
I need this crowd a little more jumping, and I got somebody who I think it can who I think can do that. And then you know Damn. he looks back, points at me, and said, "My boy Brad, come up here." So I walk out, and there's probably 400, 500 people in this building. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, at first I was nervous, but once I was up there, I was like, "Man, fuck this! I'm about to kill it." <laughs> So I go up there, the song comes on, and, you know, I start dancing, the crowd starts getting loud, stuff like that, and it was really cool and all, and then I kind of backed off, I was kind of hanging out behind the DJ board, Andre comes out, you know, crowds jumping, stuff like that, and then afterwards, you know, after the whole performance and all that is over, I'm hanging out in, like, a lounge area with, uh, with Tails, right. and I meet two more Pistons. <laughs> Thon Maker and uh, Sakuo Demboya, yeah. I believe how you say his name, the yeah. French first round pick, right. are just chilling. And they're like, hey, what's good, my man? That was Thon. That's what he said to me. I was like, oh, like, you're big as hell. Like, I was like, he's big as hell. <laughs> and then Sakuo sitting right next to him, big as hell, too. And then, you know, they were like, oh, you know, Tails was like, oh, this is my boy Brad. Like, he was the one I had on stage. It was keeping this shit live, stuff like that. But then, you know, as I was getting ready to leave, because everything kind of calmed down a little bit and they were kind of just chilling um i pulled tails aside and i'm like yo man appreciate the opportunity you know tonight was fun as hell and he goes you know what you know don't don't worry about it don't mention it you had the you know you had the crowd jumping for me he goes now i owe you a favor you know what i'm saying so i'm sitting there thinking like he owed me a favor right. like he just did me a favor right. you know what i mean right. so you know he talked to me he's just like you know i like the way you're passionate you don't care you know you're not afraid of anything blah 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 blah. and then he was just like i'm in detroit a lot because i'm so close with dre you ever want courtside tickets to a pistons game let me know god damn brad getting too big for the show over that's here that's what i'm saying bro <laughs> brad's too big for the show over to here. so we got a new friend the of the program with tails and maybe yes. drumming one day man soon that'd be dope. it's gotta happen that'd be dope shit unfortunately i couldn't get a word in about the podcast but yeah were they were they, they will come were they stunned on it or like what were their outfits like were they looking good i'd say so um dre he, he kept it pretty simple he yeah. was just wearing some he was wearing these shorts you remember the uh, the 90s nick uh 90s show all that yeah sorta sorta it bit. had like Keenan and Kale oh, yeah, okay, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, he had shorts that had that logo oh, in the front dope. of like where, like where his crotch was and shit. It was, it was sweet <laughs> as fuck. That is badass. And then he was wearing a Central Michigan basketball T-shirt okay, and okay. stuff like that. So and then Tails was dripping out. He was wearing some like skinny jeans with yeah. a little like. I saw that with the post. He looked like he was wearing like a bulletproof vest or something. No, it was just like a little strapped up. Like I don't even know what to call it. It was just like a satchel. It was like a satchel. I got you. I got you. Something like that. Well, that leads right into our first segment here on box score sports drip or drown drip or drown let's so get into drip the drown, drip i mean you know how it is we gotta we look at these players pre-game post-game during game whatever the case may be and we decide whether their outfits dripping or if they're just drowning so brad you got your first one who's oh, dripping yeah. or drowning this week what you my got my man gardner Minshew, man uh, Beef jacksonville yeah stunned up Oh, go ahead. Came up off the jet <laughs> in the disco suit with the red jacket, red pants, silver silk shirt, all the button down to damn near his fucking belly button. Yeah. With the, you know, the cold, old-fashioned aviators, aviators yeah, yeah. on, just looking like a mu- bad motherfucker. No, 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 add that mustache, man. Gardner Minshew is so good for this league. I just think he's, I think he's sweet. So what do you give him? Drip or dry, a drown? Oh, that's the drip, baby. <laughs> that's a drip. That's the drip, baby. That's a drip. Well, I got someone who might not be on the dripping side of this whole thing. 
you know, we had a abysmal game on Thursday between Carolina and Tampa Bay, and uh, we had a post game with none other than Cam Newton. And bro, did you see his granny? <laughs> His granny bandana or whatever the fuck you want to call that. I don't know what to call that. And I know, but I do know I don't ever want to see that again. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Not to mention his, man. if you want to call them ponytails um, yeah. in the front of yeah, his head. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, his I mean, little braided devil horns. I don't even. What, I, yeah. I, I credit don't know what to him, though. Credit to him, though. Everybody was talking about his outfit. And not his game that he just put on, not throwing a single damn touchdown, not even winning the game. Everybody right. was more concerned about his outfit at the end. So, you know what? I, I, pff, he looked ugly. I don't know what about you, but drip or drown. I think that's a... He's at the bottom of the lake. That's a drown. drown. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We got Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Did you see this the other day or earlier today? He posted what cleats he was wearing in today's game. What he had on? Uh, they were SpongeBob cleats. You've seen the meme, all right, I'm going to head out. Okay. All right, on the other side, it said, I got to cover 14 today. All right, oh, I'm going to head Stephane out. Oh, Stefan is number 14. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I thought nice that, subtle drip. Yeah, yeah, so that is subtle drip. I liked, subtle drip. I liked it. I liked it. But that's, I mean, that's all I have for Dripper Down this week. Let's talk about the actual games we had this week with the NFL Week 2 preview. Not even necessarily games. Uh, games we saw, I mean, obviously the Patriots, just unbelievable so far this season. Outscoring their opponents 76-3, blowing out Miami, shutting out Miami shit. But uh, let's talk about the players we noticed most this week. So... You got some uh, you got some weekly awards you want to give us? Yeah, so we're going to run through real quick. We're going to give uh, an Offensive Player of the Week, Defensive Player of the Week, MVP of the Week, and Sleeper Player of the Week. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, Offensive Player of the Week, I got to go with my boy, Patty Mahomes. I'm with you on that, 100%. 30 for 44, 443 yards, four touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Yeah, he's on. He's well. You know, bow down to the king. I was hating on you for that, but yes, sir. Man, he's well on his way to another MVP season. For real. What can I tell you? So, I mean, I got the same one. Offensive player of the week, Patrick Mahomes. You can't stop the guy. No one was stopping the guy. I looked at Brad in the first quarter when Oakland was up ten to three or whatever it was. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. But lo and behold, uh, it ended up being bad for them, and Patrick Mahomes had a hell of a day. So, yeah. Like always. Yeah. Yeah, like always. Man, I just saw in one of my buddies' leagues, he got 109 fantasy points. How the hell does that work? They must have some whack-ass scoring. That's definitely not PPR, I'll no, tell you that. No, but He had yeah. like 30-something in yeah, PPR. Yeah, 39, I think, was the official PPR from uh, ESPN, something like that. But anyways, defensive player of the week, who'd you got? I got uh, Vernon Hargreaves on Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, he didn't. Game. Yeah, he didn't have any interceptions or any sacks, but he had 11 total tackles and made probably the biggest play of the game. Yeah, stopping McCaffrey at that goal line, man. That was Hargreaves stepped up, and honestly, that Todd Bull's defense ain't fucking around. I, I liked him. I mean, he was, a, he was an all right coach. Not even. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was all right at the Jets, but he's definitely a better defensive coordinator. Tampa's uh, Tampa made Carolina look like shit. They did, especially <laughs> after McCaffrey had that blowout game last week. Um, Jameis Winston didn't throw a pick. No, <laughs> which is uncommon. But next week he'll throw seven. <laughs> Probably. He's got to make up for this week. Yeah, yeah. So my defensive player of the week was uh, none other than Jamie Collins. He had three tackles, two interceptions, and a sack. Or half sack. Yeah, half sack. But either way, I mean, it, that game wasn't – there wasn't much to defend on anyways. Mm-hmm. But the well, fact he had that he the, – the, the TD on one of those interceptions, oh, he did didn't t- he? Yeah. Oh, shit, he had a pick six. I didn't yeah. even know that. Oh, damn. No, I, remember, I remember I watched the video because he started jogging at like the 30-yard line because he knew he had everybody beat. Oh, man. Yeah, the, one of the linemen was chasing 
chasing him down, but he didn't care. He just yeah, kind of jumped over his arms. I just gave up, man. I, yeah. yeah, I would too. Yeah, I, shit. Who Early do you have retirement? for uh, your MVP of the week? My MVP of the week. Now he didn't have a great game, but at the end of the day, he sealed the game, and that's going to be my guy here in Detroit, Darius Slay, with yeah. the uh, game game closing pick. I guess you could. Yeah, call that it. was a clutch play, man. I mean, before that, he didn't really do much, but then again, Keenan Allen's a top five receiver in the league. I would say maybe top ten. Hell of a receiver, but I mean to finish up with a big play like that—that's why they call him Big Play. Big, big play, play Slay play for a goddamn reason. I mean, still had and, five tackles. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and two. Not I think he had two, two pass deflects too before that. But I mean, good way to end it. And really, we would have lost that game if he wasn't there. I mean, there were some other mistakes in that game, but we'll Who's get to that in a minute. Uh, my MVP is Eddie Pinero, three for three on his kicks. That's Chicago's kicker. For those of you who don't know, uh, if you caught the end of that game, it was insane. I mean, there was a questionable roughing the passer call, but Eddie Pinero, man, it, it, for Chicago to go through nine different kickers through the preseason, this guy to step up, hit all three of his field goals, and then nail a 53-yarder at, uh, away in Denver a mile high and just wrap it up like that pretty good for him and I mean scoring nine out of the team's what 16 points or whatever they got through the entire I mean that just he was a big deal in that game so for sure yeah and then I think uh, me and you both have the same sleeper of the week someone we never expected to do what he did but he did what Sammy Watkins did last week and Demarcus Robinson I mean you're talking three or uh, six for six on all of his catches 172 yards and two touchdowns I mean Kansas City just do they have a one receiver, or does it, can they just throw anybody out there and then just Patrick Mahomes makes them that much better? That's the way it looks at this point, because right. Tyreek Hill getting hurt, a lot of people had doubts of what their offensive capability would be. Um, you know, Obviously, they still have Travis Kelsey, um, and Sammy Watkins had a great week last week, but I think this guy came out of nowhere and surprised just damn near everybody. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, right now, the two standout teams in the AFC, in my opinion, are the Chiefs and the Patriots. I think that might be the AFC championship now. It's crazy how much can change in two weeks. <laughs> it's funny because I said that. Yeah, you did say that. Did. did you? I thought you had Cleveland in the AFC championship. I might have. I think you might have because remember, you wanted to be bold, Brad, in week one. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah you might have been right. Yeah, you might no, be right. Yeah, it's we'll all see. good. It's all good. So let's, I mean, we just talked about the top. Let's go dumpster diving for a second uh what the fuck was up with Miami I mean how are they going to go out two weeks into the season and get outscored 102 to 10 you got players calling off I mean we just talked about Jamie Collins started jogging at the 30 yard line I'm assuming that's because Miami just was like fuck it at that (laughs) point yeah right I mean you got rumors of Minka getting possibly getting traded soon uh that's uh, rumors same with uh uh, what's his name Kenyon Drake Drake, yeah I mean you got the entire team supposedly just asking their agents to just leave I wouldn't want to be there I mean I I remember I saw something on either either Twitter or Instagram of players literally contacting their agents asking to find possible trades for them stuff like that rough rough but I mean with that I would love to have Minka come over to Detroit so yeah I mean feel, feel free big guy yeah bob quinn if you're listening offer uh offer miami a second round pick or something i'd rather have that than a second round gamble like to buy this year or something but hey you know what do what you do but i, I would really like minka in detroit uh speaking of detroit let's hop into our game real quick we got the w nfc north second place bro second place wasn't the prettiest game no, if you asked me. Um, stafford didn't have an outstanding game he had um, two interceptions Neither did Slay, like we mentioned, you know. So you're looking at the top two players on this team having a, if you ask me, just below average performance. Yeah. But um, Galladay stepped up. Yeah, Galladay stepped up. Carry on definitely had a decent game yeah, with the did. receiving touchdown. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't really. I can't really explain how we got the win today, but 
I'm I just glad we're still undefeated. That, it's just yeah, that is true. <laughs> Lions, hey, undefeated Lions, don't forget that week two, baby. Anyway, uh, Lions. Regarding that game, I mean. There's not much to talk about. I'm not, like, you know, what's funny. I was so much more energized about that tie last week than I was about this win this week. I'm happy with it. I was celebrating like crazy when Slade picked that or picked that off. But I mean, overall, it was an ugly game to win. Uh, but a win's a win in the NFL, and especially in this division, everything counts. So, like you said, we're undefeated. Uh, TJ Hawkinson didn't have that much of a flashy game, but he made a lot of good blocks. And I do want to mention uh, it was Glasgow or not Glasgow Ragnow. He was kind of hurt. We thought he, I was surprised he was back in this week. Made a big ass block on carry on's touchdown. It was crazy. So, I mean, good on them. They made it happen and we beat the Chargers. And that's, is that Stafford's what? Second or third win against a above 500 team? So, all those Stafford. It's a number lower than five. I know <laughs> you that. You know what's funny though? I'm just going to say this now. Me and my dad were talking about it after the game. I guarantee you. 80 to 90 percent alliance fans tomorrow on the radio are going to be more negative about this game than they were last week i can almost guarantee it i'm just that's just my opinion again but anyways uh let's go talk about college football real quick we only got a couple things on this so how about you take over on that um i'd like to jump in and actually cap what i mentioned last week about how michigan state cleaned up their offense because it looks like they just took a shit yeah i mean to score seven points at home against arizona state is sad i mean that i told you last week is the biggest challenge they're gonna face so far this season mm-hmm. not the it biggest was their first one, test real challenge yeah. yeah test yeah and they clearly failed that test i mean to to I mean, you were in it don't get me wrong you were in the game the whole time but Seven to ten is your outcome, and to end the game with twelve men on the field. Like, what the fuck was D'Antonio thinking, and what the fuck were those players thinking? How do you end a game like that? Well, and just to go and they made the kick on the twelve man on the <laughs> field play, and then you go and do it again, and you miss. miss. Yeah, you know what's funny? I mean, I'm not trying to dog Michigan. Well, yeah, I am because Michigan State fans are funny to me sometimes. Uh, there was a video. <laughs> like where, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a video on uh it was on so I, I saw it somewhere but anyways it showed the bar like when they made that field goal and everybody's going crazy right and then fucking 30 seconds later another video gets posted and it's just all of them just sad as hell <laughs> just walking out Quiet. with their heads out yeah not a damn yeah thing. it's i mean tables turn man tables i can't turn. even say i feel bad no nah, i can't either <laughs> all that shit they <laughs> that were talking feel, last week yeah right that makes me feel better about last week's michigan blunders but we'll get into that in a minute well mm-hmm. not last week but next week anyways uh jalen hurts that's all i gotta say i mean I think he's hanging around 80% completion percentage. He's just up there with Baker and Kyler Murray's three-game starts for their Oklahoma season. I mean, Heisman. That's all I got to say, Heisman. At this point, I think it goes without question. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I think know. you're an idiot if you think not. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I mean, it's it's early still, but you're a quarter way through the season. That's but he's, he's, giving, he's given us absolutely no reason not to think it. Other than, yeah, well, that's true. That is true. I mean, the only other one I think is sneaking up on him is Burrow from LSU. But again, we'll talk about him later some other time. But anyways, uh, that's all I had about college football and NFL. I mean, there's some good games this week. Green Bay won. I mean, going through some of the winners and losers, that's, there's some good games, some bad games. And uh, then there's Miami. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we got our next segment. Uh, another new segment we're trying out today. We got a chirp alert, Brad. You saw chirp something alert. on Twitter. Uh, chirp alerts, players talking shit, basically, to each other. So let, what do you got? Yeah, so it was actually during the Detroit Chargers game. Yeah. Um, 
Detroit Chargers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was again you know the Lions Chargers game. Um, Matt Prater didn't have too hot of a performance. You know he missed the extra point and he missed the field goal. Um, and Melvin Gordon, Mister Problem Creator himself, right. decided it would be a good idea to tweet, "Dear Lions kicker." Ha ha ha! Drinks on me after the game. Three laughing emojis. I mean, in all fairness, he is still a charger. But anyway, that's at least wait till the game's over. (laughs) You know, before you lose the game. Yeah. Then you got he get a response. Andre Nino Diggs, corner in Detroit, quotes the tweet: "Drinks on me for yo kicker. Nice doing business." (laughs) Now, if you ask me. That's all that needs to be said. Yeah. And one of the first responses to that tweet was something like, Dear Melvin Gordon, you shouldn't be talking. You just lost your job to a guy who was getting paid a fraction of the f- price. And it's just, I mean, fans were ripping on him, including his own fans. Like, he definitely should have waited until the end of that game before he started opening his mouth and pressing those buttons. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, you know, on top of what you're saying, Eckler's given people a lot of reasons to believe in him. Yeah. I mean, it, Melvin Gordon, you might be thinking that you should have taken that $10 million because you might be jobless, homie. I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of shit talking there. <laughs> just to lose a game. Right, All just that, to, just to lose. Right, you just looking stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, NFL Week 3 preview. Uh, we got some highlighted games we want to look into and then some key matchups. Let's hear your matchups that you're looking for next week. All right, so I got a handful here. Um, I'm going to start it with the Miami-Dallas game. Yeah. Um, I think Amari Cooper, Minka Fitzpatrick is going to be a pretty good matchup to watch um, just because if you ask me athletically, they're both very similar players. Um, their height's not many inches off. Yeah. Um, and they both had similar, somewhat similar 40 times. You know, they're pretty equally athletic players, so I think that'll be an interesting day. Uh, Unless he gets straight to Detroit matchup. before that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No. Um, speaking of Detroit, my next matchup, I got Philly and Detroit. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey and Big Play Slay himself. Yeah. Um, I just think it's going to be a very interesting matchup because Slay actually always ends up having a pretty pretty easy time with some of the taller receivers. He's yeah. never really had a difficult time. And Elshon's, what, 6'1", 6'2"? Something like that. So, you yeah. know, he's not huge, but he's up there. But um, on to the next. I got the New York Jets in New England. Uh, Le'Veon Bell and Dante Hightower. Those are going to be, be my two to watch out for. And then, speaking of running backs, you go to Atlanta and Indiana. I have Devontae Freeman, Darius Leonard, and then Marlon Mack and Deion Jones. Yeah. Um, both good running back, linebacker matchups there. Head over to Baltimore and Kansas City. I think it's going to be a battle of the QBs. I think I'm ready to watch Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. That game I'm really excited for, man. I can't wait to see if Baltimore can keep up with that high-power offense. I mean, that'll be something well, interesting to watch. Is, Two weeks in a row now, both of these QBs have had a pretty damn solid game, so it's a matter of do they both keep it up? Does one keep it up, or do neither of them keep it up? Honestly, in my opinion, I think they're both going to keep it up, but I I don't want to be too early on this, but I think Baltimore might have the edge just based on their defense, depending on how well Lamar Jackson can keep that shit rolling. If he comes out like he has the last two weeks and their defense continues to play the way they have, I think they got a really good shot. And their defense, like a lot, they lost a lot of names last year, but they're also a lot younger and still just as good and they've proven that two weeks in a row so most definitely 
Um, what other matchups you got? I'm gonna got the other team in New York, uh, the Giants and Tampa Bay. I think Saquon and Levante David is gonna be interesting to watch. That might be the only interesting part about that game. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then staying on the West Coast with Tampa. Uh, oh, excuse me. Going He's, to the yeah, West going, Coast say, from whoa. Tampa Bay in New York. Um, going Seattle and New Orleans. I think Tyler Lockett, Marshawn Lattimore is gonna be very interesting. Yeah. And then lastly, um, staying on the West Coast, you got the Rams in Cleveland. I think Odell and Jarvis up against Aqib Talib and Marcus Peters. Yeah, so I have, I also have Talib and OBJ and, and Jarvis and Peters. That those are both interesting matchups. I like that. Uh, another one from the West Coast. I don't think you mentioned it was Josh Jacobs and Kendricks uh, from Minnesota. I think that'll be an interesting one. I want to see if Josh Jacobs can keep up his rookie campaign. And I mean, he didn't get any touchdowns this week. But this, yeah, but 99 at this point, yards. I guess if we're talking next week, it's last week but this week you know what i mean in in week two yeah week he two they, i think he had 99 90, yards. Yeah, but no touchdowns none of that but he's still having a pretty good year i mean averaging so far roughly 100 yards maybe just under but he's still i mean pretty good and i'm just i think minnesota will bounce back but we'll see you know any other matchups any key highlights from the next week or um you want to just you, you want to go balls to the wall and just make some picks Balls to the wall and make some Imp- picks. Improvise. We we didn't plan that, so I'm just throwing that at you. What All do you right. think? You just want to go run every game. I mean, we could every game. All right, here we go. First game, uh, you got the Titans and the Jaguars on Thursday night. I am taking the Tennessee Titans. I'm taking the Titans with you, man. Right with you. Then I'm going to jump right into the Sunday 1 p.m. games: Dolphins and Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. hundred uh, percent. Come on. Buy it plenty. And then next, you got Cincy and Buffalo. Yeah. I'm going to take Cincy. You're taking Cincy. I'm going with the Bills here. I think they're going to go 3-0. Okay. Then you got Lions and Philly. I think if Carson Wentz stays hurt, I think the Lions take this one. I do too. And now that's a big thing because as we're recording this, Carson Wentz got left the game. So I'll take Lions on that. Okay. Next, you got New England and the Jets. I am taking the Pats. Is that even a question? No. Next, you got Atlanta and Indianapolis. I'm going to take the Falcons. You know, I, Indy robbed me this week. I was going to pick them, and I changed my mind. You know what? I'm going to take the Falcons. I'll go with the Falcons. All right. And then next you got Oakland and Minnesota. I'm taking the Vikings. Yeah, Vikings easy. Then you got the Chiefs and the Ravens. Ooh, yeah. I'm taking my boy, Mahomes? Kansas City and Patty. You know what? I'll play uh, devil's advocate there. I'll take I'll take Baltimore. I okay. like them. Okay. Then you got Green Bay and Denver. Oh, I think easy. Denver takes this one. Really? Yes, I do. No, I'd love to see that because if these predictions are right, Lions are first in the NFC North, baby, playoff mode. Yes, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, go Packers there. All right. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? The, the Broncos are favored right now, like three and a half points. I like it. Next game uh, is when the 4 p.m. game starts. You got uh, Carolina and Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona. Arizona. I'm taking Arizona. I think there. Carolina just keeps going win. down. Yep. Yeah. Panthers are and Cam Newton are rough right now. All right. And then we're going to go to the New Shit York Bowl. Giants <laughs> and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm taking the Bucks too. Then you're going to hop into New Orleans and Seattle. I'm taking Seattle. Because uh, yeah. Drew Brees did just break oh, his thumb. That is true. You're right there. You know what? I'll take Seattle at home. Legion of Boom, or what are they calling themselves now? They have a new nickname. I forgot. Legion of something. It's the it D-line now. Uh, yeah. And the linebackers. Yeah. I don't remember what they call themselves. Anyways, next game, Texans-Chargers. Who you got there? You think Chargers bounce back? I'm taking Huey. You're taking who? 
Huey. Oh, Huey. Huey. That's Huey. In, okay. Houston. Okay. I think the Chargers just go, keep going downhill. Really? Damn. Yep. I'm taking I the think Chargers. They don't, I don't home. think the Chargers clean it up for a few weeks. Really? All right. Yep. And then we're going to hop into the next game San Francisco and Pittsburgh. I think after seeing the pretty high scoring capabilities of San Francisco the last two weeks, I'm taking the 49ers. I'm taking the Niners too. And I, that's going to lead in my bold ass prediction in a minute here. All right. And then you got the Rams and the Browns. I'm taking the Rams. Uh, I thought you, the way you looked at me for a second, I thought you were going to pick the Browns. Yeah, I'm going Rams there too. You're going Rams. And Sunday then, night game. Shit, Michigan. Or uh, Monday night game. Yes. With Chicago and Washington. Chicago um, and Washington. I am going to take. Washington. Uh, you know, damn man, we got similar picks this week. I'm picking Redskins too. I don't think Chicago's defense, their offense, still sucks. I mean, again, they're in Denver. But hey, you know what? Those were our picks for Week Three. If you're fucking with them, let us know. If you're not, let us know. We want to hear from you. But anyways, uh, let's move on to uh, some Week Four preview for college football. I got three games I'm looking out for, and I know you're looking out for them too. I just want to list them off real quick. We can make our picks, and we can spend a little bit more time discussing one of them because there's obviously that one we want to look at but uh first game up auburn at te- texas a&m who you got i'm taking the tigers auburn no, tigers yeah i'm with you on that i got auburn all the way uh not much to say there bonex gonna have a big game maybe texas a&m all right team but their pass rush isn't there anyways notre dame and georgia who you got top 10 matchup i'm taking georgia i think deandre swift carries them to a victory yeah i think i mean i know like from man georgia's a good team they're well and i don't i don't know if you saw um just this last saturday but they had what it was like a bunch of different running backs scored yeah a bunch i don't remember what it, it was some crazy weird stat it was like every running back on the team with a scholarship scored really something like that it every was running back on the like team that. with a scholarship scored and then the opposing team scored one for him too no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no they yeah. blew the shit out of that but you know and i i just like we mentioned before the show they have a team tragedy right now so i think they're just going to be a, a powerhouse to stop in the sec but anyways the biggest game on our uh, personal agenda. Ballot. Yeah, something we want to look out for is Michigan fans. Michigan and Wisconsin. Now, the Wolverines before, and the Badgers. Before we make a pick on this, I want to mention something. ESPN came out yesterday, and uh, they did their computer model simulation or whatever. They have Wisconsin straight up 70% chance to win this game. Uh, not to mention the last time U of M went to Wisconsin, they lost 24-10 to with Harbaugh. And... Wisconsin's won five out of the last nine matchups and the last four at home against Michigan. With all that being said, who you got? You know what? All the shit we went through in the first two weeks of football with Michigan. They're probably the most underwhelming 2-0 team. All this hype we tried to put through the bye week. Yep. I'm taking the Badgers. God... I just can't. I don't think Michigan cleans it up. I think we we just shit the bed for the rest of the season. Damn, you're going that deep. I think we finish just, just above 500 this year. That hurts. And I, I think we stay. I think we finish the season as a 20 or lower team. Now let's say okay. Now, now that you're saying that, if that happens, what do you do with Harbaugh at the end of the season? Do you get, keep him? No, dude. You get rid of him. Because let me ask you this, okay? They've played Ohio State ever since. Obviously, they've been playing him for ever. Well, yeah. Okay. Every matchup they've had as with Harbaugh as a coach, they have had a lead at some point in the game and blew it. Yeah. 
and then got their ass kicked. Okay. So that's just one over 500 team. Okay. Harbaugh's record against 500 teams is more negative than it is positive, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. He's, his ability to win games against big teams. Big especially. Yeah, big games. I guess we'll just call it his clutch factor. Well, even Super Bowls. Uh, he lost to his brother. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have it. I think he's Stanford. I don't think he, he lost the national championship. He doesn't he? have it. He just doesn't have yeah, the, the ability to win the games that need to be won. Yeah. Maybe he got bit by the Lions, bug. No, no, he's just in the state of Michigan. So yeah. at that point, God but damn man, it's I just don't see this team going anywhere with Harbaugh as our head coach. I think he needs to take his NFL experience, go back to the league as a coordinator, whether it be offensive or defensive. I could really give a shit. Yeah, but I don't think he belongs being the head coach of an organization. Okay. I think he's made it clear. Yes, he, they've won games and they've yeah. been over five hundred every yeah. year since he's been here. Yeah. But he hasn't been able to take it any further than that. Right. And I think one thing, what is this, year five with Harbaugh now? I believe it's year I five. I believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, Michigan doesn't really have an identity either. I think they have an identity issue. I mean, they got the new offensive coordinator this year. I think their whole their whole thing this going into this offseason or coming out of this offseason, whatever you want to say, was, uh, what do they call it, uh, space and pace or something like that. They wanted to create a, a deep threat or make some – like they don't want to be the power team that they've been trying to do or keep showing us that they're trying to do. But I'm in agreement with you. If Harbaugh – if they can't get it done this year, if they can't be relevant, and really honestly I think it's make or break this year, knowing Michigan though they won't get rid of him but if they play like shit and they lose like you're saying I think Harbaugh does need to go and I think I've noticed a lot more U of M fans coming to that conclusion because five years ago that wouldn't have been a thought like they would have thought that he was going to be here for the next 10 to 15 years or something Mm -hmm. yeah and then not to mention um, going back to the the, you know prediction for the game I just don't think you can slow Jonathan Taylor down right now because Yes, they haven't really played any big names yet. And, you know, Michigan considerably can be a big name, but they can tend to play like a small one. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wisconsin's outscored their opponents 110 to nothing. Yes, they haven't even allowed a point yet. So um, I'm very curious to see what happens there. But I think, you know, possible Heisman candidate Jonathan Taylor just shreds our defense. And, you know, after the – I'm going to have an ounce of optimism here. I don't think it's going to go that far. With that being said, you picked Wisconsin, right? That's what you said. You had the Badgers. So I'm going to go ahead and say this bye week came in just in time. They're going to get this team right. They're going to get it doing right. It's going to be close, real close. But I'm going to say I'm going to go balls to the wall. Michigan wins it. Okay. If I'm wrong, so be it. I'll just be an angry Michigan fan on Sunday morning or Saturday night. Just because I think Wisconsin's going to win doesn't mean I don't want Michigan to win. I just... Well, no, I get that. Rather than being... your team, why would you want them More disappointed, I think I'm just going to face the reality. Yeah, you're just going to go into it. I'm pretty sure they're like... they're Wisconsin's favored by like double digits right now. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. But those are the highlight weeks of the... Or highlight games of the week. I mean... That's really all I had. It was a short show. I mean, yeah. we didn't have much to say, but we want to kind of streamline the whole thing and make it more entertaining, more fun, a little bit more relaxed for both of us. Well, hold on now. I got a question to ask you. Oh, okay. I might have an answer. What's your BAP? Oh, shit. What is a BAP, Brad? Bold ass prediction. What you oh, got? Damn. Bold ass prediction. I got one for you. That's funny. I was just thinking about one this morning when I woke up and drank my cup of coffee. I'm going to go out and say it right now. 
the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the team that everybody thought was going to make the playoffs this year, including myself, are going to finish last in the AFC North with Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland all ahead of them. They might even finish 6-10. and 10. They might get a top 10 pick. Wow. When's the last time that happened? I don't know. Maybe Tomlin's on the hot seat, too. Who the fuck knows? I don't know about all yeah, that. Yeah, no, they you won't know, do that. Come on, they've what? had three coaches in their NFL history. And, and they've been <laughs> they be in the playoffs how many years in a row before this, you right. know? Well, the last couple of years they've been rough. I don't, did they they've make been them last year? Pretty su- I don't think no, they not last the playoffs year. last year. Um, but they've been somewhat wrong. consistent, you know, obviously with the big three leaving, or yeah. the two of the big three leaving. Yeah. Um, that kind of killed them a little bit, I'm not going to lie, but... I think we're going to see big changes with the Steelers in the next couple of years. And when I say big changes, I mean coaching, quarterback. They might just blow it up. Yeah, Roethlisberger's time's ticking. It got hurt again today. And, like, actually hurt this time, yeah. not just faking it. It was his shoulder or something, wasn't it? I know yeah. it was something with his throwing arm. Something like that, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your BAP? My bold-ass prediction, okay? And it's not just because I love Zeke, all right? And it's not just because their defense is scary. But I think the... Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Don't say that. They're not I, my team. I think they take the NFC. The, wait, say that again? NFC East or? No, like I think they 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 will make it to the NFC Championship. Oh. They will play New Orleans in the NFC Championship. Uh, oh. Oh. That's my bold-ass prediction. You know what's crazy? Madden had... The Cowboys through their simulations this year in the Super Bowl and beating Cleveland. Did Madden get it right? To an extent. I don't <laughs> think they make the Super Bowl, but I think they, they play New Orleans in the championship. Damn. That's tough. It is. I hate hearing that, too, because I don't like Dallas. <laughs> I, and they get a Buckeye as a running back. A damn good Buckeye, don't get me wrong. but He may be a Buckeye, but I love Zeke. Would a bolder prediction be Dak Prescott gets $40 million a year? <laughs> hey, man, he's had two no, great games. He's supposed to be getting $32 million. He keeps it up. on the street. He might get $40 million. And a, a pat, I was going to say something worse, a pat on the back from Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know, that's man, it. But I mean, hey. you got anything else? I think that was a fun little show, you know? That's all I got, baby. Yeah, so uh, with all that being said, check us out on Instagram, Twitter. You know the uh, you know the handles. Uh, share us, love us, support us. Uh, we're going to have Andre Drummond on in the near future, so look out for that. <laughs> and Tails. We'll talk to him, we'll, too. We'll, we'll right, see. Brad? We'll see. Wait. We'll, we'll see, bro. What do you mean, we'll see? You can't put that on me, though, because... I'm putting it on I, you. What? No. Why? <laughs> I can't confirm that. Just okay. You know what? Fine. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll do drums on next week. Bye. Baby, come and slide on me. Come and ride on me. I'ma show you how to do it, baby. Is you with it for the night? I'ma show you about this life. These days, all in your feelings, you need me. I've been out dealing, they see me. All in they feelings, they need me. No, they need me. All up on my ground, no, they see it. I'ma dig you down, nothing easy. Me and Tubbs, we winning, it's a relay. Watch me run it back, that's a replay. See you on the dance floor, yeah, you know it's time. Move your body side to side, say you single for the night. Say you single for the night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, they wanna ride with me, wanna slide with me, wanna ride with me, yeah. So 
Slide the side, put your drinks to the sky If you single for the night, go and live your best life, oh yeah, yeah Slow wine for me, baby, me no rush, yeah Drive me crazy, body tempted to touch it Tongue out like you ready for that fun shit That late night loving, oh my Whoa, whoa You caught my eye, me no keep it on the low, yeah You caught my eye, me no keep it on the low, yeah Yeah, I'm on it Mira, mami Solamente, suavemente, baila pa' mi Yo te quiero en mi vida, ven pa' aquí Yo te quiero en mi vida, dance on me, yeah, yeah, yeah. See you on the dance floor, yeah, you know it's time Move your body side to side, say you single for the night 